Hub Heroes listeners, this episode is brought to you by Simple Events, a true game changer that integrates with your HubSpot CRM. Ready to revolutionize your event management process? Well, imagine this. You're tasked with planning an event. It could be an intimate workshop or a large-scale corporate event. The thought alone can be daunting. That's where Simple Events transforms your event planning into a smooth, stress-free process. No matter the size of your business or the type of event, in-person or virtual, Simple Events is your ideal partner. Simple Events is a comprehensive solution that simplifies every aspect of event management, from creating detailed attendee lists to setting up efficient workflows. Say goodbye to the hassle of juggling multiple platforms. With Simple Events, everything you need is in one convenient place. That's right. Simple Events is about empowering your events and enhancing every detail using the robust capabilities of the CRM you love. HubSpot. Unlike other tools, you can control the full event experience in your HubSpot portal. Are you ready to revolutionize how you manage events? Then visit SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. That's SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. As a bonus, make sure to use the special Hub Heroes promo code HELPFUL, all capitals, HELPFUL, for an exclusive discount on the Simple Events Pro Plan and step into the world of Simple Events, turning your next event from successful to spectacular. Do you live in a world filled with corporate data? Are you plagued by siloed apartments? Are your lackluster growth strategies demolishing your chances for success? Are you held captive by the evil menace, Lord Lack, lack of time, lack of strategy, and lack of the most important and powerful tool in your superhero tool belt, knowledge? Never fear, Hub Heroes. Get ready to don your cape and mask, move into action, and become the Hub Hero your organization needs. Tune in each week to join the League of Extraordinary Inbound Heroes as we help you educate, empower, and execute. Hub Heroes, it's time to unite and activate your powers. Before we begin, we need to disclose that both Devin and Max... No, no. Stop it right there, DJ. That record needs replaced. That's right. Something has changed. And man, we're going to have to get a new podcast intro in place before the next time we record. Max, Max, I want to give you time here at the beginning of this to share with the Hub Heroes audience the fact that you don't love. No, I'm just kidding. You no. do. You still love. You well, still love. Let him go. Yeah, and also, yeah. before he does this, George, I don't know if you're his feeling at all. Listen, no. listen. You're feeling I, emotional I, I, about Listen, this. I brought my <laughs> tissue box. I brought my tissue box. But, Max, why don't you explain to the, the Hub Heroes listeners, what in, the, what in the world is going on? After seven years and four fantastical months at HubSpot, um, I have left the company. And I have <sighs> joined this awesome company called Happily, which is... 
firmly embedded in the HubSpot universe. Um, so I am not leaving this community by any means. In fact, I feel still, I still feel like I work at HubSpot. I mean, Interesting. I guess, you know, they're HubSpot invested in happily and happily's paying my paycheck. So kind of like in a weird way, I'm still working for HubSpot, but it's, it's really cool. I get to work with everybody in this community that I've built such awesome relationships with. I get to work with all my friends back at HubSpot a whole bunch, telling them about all the cool apps that Happily's making and things like that. But my role at Happily is going to be the chief evangelist. Well, not is going to be, it is. This is my, I'm, I'm a yeah, week in at this point. Buddy. Um, and I absolutely love it. It's super fun. If you don't know what Happily is, Happily is a company that builds apps on HubSpot, right? So I think traditionally when you go and look at the HubSpot app marketplace, you see a lot of integrations with other pieces of software and Happily does build integrations, specifically one with uh, Stripe called Zebra, which is one of our flagship products. But they also make a lot of these really cool utility apps that just add functionality to HubSpot. And I'm sure we're gonna talk about that a little bit more later on. But yeah, my role there is creating a whole bunch of content, getting people super stoked and excited about using Happily apps but also a huge part of my role is engaging with partners. So if you are a HubSpot partner and you're listening to this podcast, you need to book time with me and Dax so we can tell you all about our Grow Happily uh, partner program, which George, I know you just became a, yes. uh, a card-carrying member of as well. I am. So I have my super card. Stoked to, yeah, That's super it. stoked to partner with you. I paid zero so. dues and they let me in, which is yeah. amazing. And then, it's great. And then we're just going to pay you when you yeah, use our apps. I like that. It's I like great. to get paid. That's but yeah, I'm thing. super stoked. I'm working with uh, Connor, Dax, Tyrone. Um, you know, these guys have been like building in the HubSpot ecosystem for a really long time now. And now Happily is kind of the, the blossoming sort of end result of a lot of that hard work. And they're just going to keep coming out with a whole lot of really cool stuff that I can't wait to tell everybody about. So it's it's really bittersweet being hub, like leaving HubSpot, but I still feel very connected to HubSpot. And I'm going to keep being the goofy HubSpot troll that i've kind of built you, a brand a around being troll yeah no. yeah wrong you. word wrong not a troll but it's yeah, funny but like because the best max, kind of troll you can imagine you know what i mean it's, it's funny max i'm gonna get this right out of the way because you know me i'm all about the, the humans oh god yes. and you max you actually are a human and so i want to dive a little bit deeper into this you 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 just flew by it a seven year like journey yeah. that you've been on yeah. and so i you know obviously we are going to get into talking about the app ecosystem uh, hey, hubspot hey, hey. apps Don't my thunder. well i'm seeing that part yeah yeah you are you are you are i just i want to i want to foreshadow for the listeners we're gonna get to some valuable stuff even though i feel like what we're about to do is going to be uber valuable to a ton of people as well because max i want to take time and i want to i want to i want to diagnose some of the journey right like yeah where, where you started, you know, where you got to, because we, we just shared where, where you are now and where you're going. But mm -hmm. I'm super curious, like, what's the most important or surprising that Max Cohen learned about inbound and the industry while at HubSpot? Yeah, that one's super interesting. I think I learned a lot about that during my first sort of role 
at HubSpot when I was an implementation specialist. And, you know, I spent the first like three years of my HubSpot life, if you will, helping onboard new customers. And back then when it was like primarily a marketing product, you know, we were sort of part technical, help you set it up and get it going and get you activated on the product. But then that was like the first like week or so. And then we had to be like inbound marketing consultants for like the rest of the three months we were working together with those customers. And it was so interesting because I saw so many different ways that people operated, businesses operated, the way people thought about how you should be running a business and what you shouldn't be doing. I learned a lot about what you shouldn't be doing, but I also like, I don't really think like I fully had kind of understood the impact that an inbound strategy could have on a business prior to actually coming and, and seeing it happen. Because that's where my sort of like fire under my ass about all this stuff happened is when I would you know, help people set this tool up, but then more so get them to like change their mindset into the way they thought about marketing and got away from like, oh, let's just send as many direct mailers or try to get a TV spot here or do like uh, an ad in a magazine or just try to interrupt people or just email blast the shit out of people. And when they change their mindset into like, let's think about how we could be like educators through our content and actually teach people stuff and think about what someone's actually searching for and what would actually be valuable. Like when I was able to get people to like change that mindset and actually adopt this way of marketing that they just weren't really kind of familiar with, because it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit nuanced, right? To think about marketing in that way. And not everyone naturally thinks about it that way. They think about the way they've been advertised to. When I started to see people actually be very successful with it, you know, I think that the, the thing, the lesson that it taught me is that like, there's always a better way to do something. There's a better way to market. There's a better way to, to treat your customers. There's a better way to think about how you make money as a business. And it's not just what you think it is, which is what we've all experienced up until the inbound light, if you will. So I think like the big thing is just like inbound's a powerful thing when you do it right. And you can either choose to do it right or you can choose to kind of keep doing the thing. And like it really kind of, you know, it, it is what you put into it, I think is also like a big lesson that I learned just about inbound in general. It, the, the, the strategy and the software like HubSpot is only going to be as good as the effort that you actually put into deploying it and doing it correctly and using it. So yeah, a couple of weird little yeah. lessons in there, but. Which, yeah. which ties back really good to like a previous episode of the importance of educating yourself and HubSpot mm -hmm. Academy. But but I want to dig in a little bit deeper, right? I'm I'm going to see if I can actually maybe make you cry before this is over. Yeah, Have a feeling. Yeah, like let's, let's, feeling. Let's, 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 let's see if Max, we can make Max cry. That's the goal for yeah, this first part. Probably so, gonna. So, <laughs> so the, the most important or surprising lesson that you learned about yourself. Mr. Max yeah. Cohen, you're like, oh, oh crap. Yeah, Tina Morty cried. What the hell? Do you like, by the way, that we're like, have a feeling, burn, burn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we love you. We support you. Yeah. You got this, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I, 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 and I, I, I think I still struggle with this too. I mean, I'm in therapy, right? We're all in therapy. If you're not in therapy, you should be in therapy. But I think in my seven years here, something that I came to truly believe that I never thought I would believe in my entire life is that I could actually have an impact on other people. I made that post. I made a couple posts. I mean, I, I was pretty loud about <laughs> the fact that I was leaving HubSpot on LinkedIn and I had made that, you know, long sappy post where I was like thanking HubSpot for like everything like it did for me. It was around like 100 and 
130, 140 sort of like really nice comments on there from past customers, colleagues, new hires that I trained, partners, and and like people telling me like how I actually like made a difference in their career, even if it was just a, a little bit, you know, I had, I had people slacking me that week telling me like, Hey, I should have reached out to you before, but like, you were the reason I joined HubSpot. Like your content is what made me find HubSpot for the first time and get like super stoked about like actually applying. And I had no idea, you know what I mean? And like seeing that stuff, especially being someone who's like, had that little voice in the back of your head of just like, you don't matter. Nothing you do matters. And, and everything you say is wrong. And like, you know, we all know what that little voice sounds like. I think knowing that I was able to actually like have an impact on some people was, was really cool. And it did a lot for my self-confidence to like have confirmation of that. Cause again, I struggle with self-worth. I struggle with, you know, imposter syndrome like 24 7 right and it's just cool to see that i i had a little bit of an impact there you know i i love this because you're saying i had a little bit of an impact dude you've had a massive impact and what i love is that you're actually getting to see kind of the it's hard to see a brand inside of another brand but as you move from one right hubspot to happily you get this glimpse of like what your brand has kind of built into who you as a human have been showing up as and, and how people appreciate that and so the fact that your thing was like i realized i'm putting a dent in the universe excites the hell out of me because now yeah. I know that's fuel to what you will do moving forward and the the yeah. dent the massive dent that you're going to make moving forward uh with that new found hey this is the brand this is the self-belief and the fact that you're working on like dude you're the shiz you need to realize <laughs> you're the shiz like anyway Liz yeah. I know you got like a little emotional with the the thing anything there you know Max it it's so funny to hear you say that because I literally stalked your ass on TikTok for like months before I even knew that we were doing this together. I was like, he's yeah. so funny and I like what he teaches and he did so great and he's so awesome. So it's, I think that's always funny though, right? Like how many of us feel so comfortable when we're serving other people, but the moment we have to serve ourselves by showing us just oh. maybe, showing ourselves maybe like one ounce of kindness, one ounce yeah. of attention, one ounce of maybe I'm not a total failure. We just like... Yeah we just like impossible. collapse like a house like it's impossible and yeah. so you know max when i think about you know your story uh i really want to talk more about myself because i'm an only child <laughs> and i like affirmation and attention more than breathing so i speak for everyone when i say does this mean you are leaving the podcast no of course thank you, you. now George, yeah oh okay if i hadn't made that abundantly clear <laughs> obviously not just the say it because i'm like the child going aha uh -huh, so i get Santa isn't real. Am I still getting presents? We haven't covered the presents. And I hope yet. there's no kids in the room and they're less, like, hopefully people have a headphones on. <laughs> you know what? If they're kids, because we just destroyed the lives on the Hub Heroes <laughs> you know podcast. What? Santa lives inside of all of us and it's creepy. Um, how about that? There we go. So then number two, producer question. Does this now mean we're going to have two safe harbor statements at the beginning of our show going forward? No. Or just the one? No. no. Just, no. just, yeah, one. Maybe. Awesome. Well, yeah. So for sure. So here, one more. I have one more. Then we're gonna get into apps, and we're gonna well, take was, a little wait, bit. Wait, I had a question for him. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So sure. we've sat here and talked about all of your time at HubSpot. What are you most excited about with Happily? You already gave us the rundown, the elevator pitch, the thing, the what, yeah. the why, the how. 
but what makes you, Max Cohen, mayor of Closed One City, as your hat that you're wearing right now displays Boom, so prominent? baby. Why are you so excited? And let's let's also just like throw this in here. Not only will I still be on the podcast, but I'm still selling hats. So if anyone wants to pick up <laughs> either a RevOps God or Closed One City or a RevOps anything or just pre-sales hat, whatever it is, shop.maxjacobcohen.com, baby. So still yeah. selling them what am i most excited about it's you know well one i've been telling people for a long time apps being built on hubspot is what excites me most about the future of the app marketplace and the future of hubspot really right because if you think about what made the iphone the iphone it was the apps that were built on it and i think a similar thing is probably going to happen for hubspot i've heard a lot of people like frame it up that way Right. I remember hearing Andy Petrie say it once and I was like, man, you're right. That is like the, that, that, that is what's going to kind of take HubSpot to the next level because it's really great in a lot of ways. Right. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about why it's great later. What am I personally excited about? I mean, I've lived in very safe, structured corporate environments my entire life. Right. Before I was working at HubSpot, I spent four years doing business sales at Apple. And before that, I was at the YMCA as a camp counselor. Right. So like, you know, YMCA and Apple are very different, Wait. but they're both Wait. very well established. Well, yeah, I was a camp counselor. How, I was a lifeguard instructor. How did I instructor. not ever know this? I don't know. Yeah, oh, I was a oh, camp, camp counselor, kids fun night, night child care staff. I mean, I, I worked with kids. I thought I wanted to be a teacher, but in oh. some ways oh. I kind of ended up being one. Anyway. Yes. I, mean, I kind of, I did for a while. I was the instructor on the L&D team for a bit. Yep. But yep. what I'm super stoked of is like, I've only worked in these very well-established, uh, regulated sort of environments, right? Whether it was the Y, Apple, or HubSpot. I've never been at like a startup. I've never been somewhere where it's not like everything's fully established and like ingrained in stone. I got to like use HubSpot and like build stuff on HubSpot that was actually going to be real for the first time this week. You know what I mean? And so oh, like, wow. I've never had the experience of building a business from the ground up. Um, I mean, I guess selling some hats online was the closest thing I ever got to that. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited about that experience of like building something and like being along for this ride and, and, and having this goal in mind, but also just, you know, kind of starting comparatively from scratch, right? Even though happily has been around in many different forms up until now, but like now it's on its own, it's its own thing. Right. So I'm super excited for like the process of building that super excited for like to get out of my comfort zone again. I think I was very much found myself when I was a solutions engineer back into my comfort zone. So I think this would be like a really, really cool opportunity, but I'm also just so stoked that I get to like remain in this community that I love so much. And I get to work with, you know, all these partners in these new and exciting ways. I get to keep, keep, keep contributing to the mission of helping millions of organizations grow better right on HubSpot. And I get to stay within the orbit of this universe that I love. And that's super cool. And like, that's probably the only reason I could ever leave HubSpot. Like this is the one unique scenario that whatever, and I'm doing air quotations for the audio only listeners that would ever pull me away from HubSpot. I don't feel like I'm pulled away from HubSpot. I'm in the fight still with everybody else. I just get to be attacking the same mission at a different angle is the way that I'm looking at it. Right. And I'm stoked. It's gonna be I great. love it. And you finally yeah. get to have your own thoughts and opinions without needing to, hey. you know. I was still throwing them out there before, but now we don't need safe harbor language. <laughs> Honestly, what if what if we just went the alternative direction, George? What if each of us got our own safe harbor, but it was like unique to us? Like, for example, Liz Murphy's opinions are gospel. There will be no pineapple on pizza, and she will reject everyone oh. who does that. Oh. Like, everyone gets like their own safe uh. harbor, and then we fight about it, and then that's the podcast, and then we give five minutes of like no no tips and no, no. listen 
This got real because pineapple on pizza is a real thing. I'm just going to say that. We got to no, back up for a second. We'll do. No, no, listen, really listen. Here's the new way we're going to do it. We're going to do nothing but argue about pineapple on pizza, and then we'll just, like, play one of Kyle's tips and tricks videos at the end and just call it a day. And that'll, that'll, be, honestly, that'll be the podcast. You know what? Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. This sounds smart. Exactly. Um, I also need to out you about something, George, uh -oh. because we've had a weird loosey-goosey using use of, use of the censoring um we had max dropping dropping s bombs but then censored himself later with dick words my favorite <laughs> georgism though and you will see this if you ever see the video is that he will hit the censored button for a swear he does not yeah say i it. don't really say it it's like <laughs> i just shut up but i'm like you son <laughs> and then my mouth doesn't move <laughs> That's exactly what happens. And so the stuff that actually needs to get censored is usually said by me, and it's usually followed by awkward silence and then George going, Noah, you're going to need to edit that out. <laughs> that's typically it. That's typically why we don't do it live. Yeah. That would be a do fun day. Yeah. No. I'd, have to, right. I'd, get, I'd have to get, like, some sort of, like, live insurance or something so, like, we didn't get sued if we did, like, a live episode probably. But anyway. My own insurance policy. Liz has to be insured separately like anybody who drives in the state of Massachusetts. There you go. Well, George, give me the reins back because clearly, clearly we need to put you back. Yeah. And you Take them away. Thank you. So, hey guys, how's it going? It's good. Good. Are we ready? Wow. Don't be so excited. I'm excited. Calm down. I'm, I'm You're at a 15. I need it like a seven. No, we're talking about apps. Yes. Yeah. We are talking about apps. Yes. Uh, not mozzarella sticks, unfortunately. Oh. I'm super or nachos. We're talking about... Hub, spot, apps, guys. It is not happy hour yet. We are almost there. I get it. Nachos, mozzarella sticks. We're almost there. Is it happy hour though? <laughs> yeah. Wait, quick go. poll. Favorite app? Mine's potato skins. You go. Oh, nachos. I was going to say like queso and chips, but right that's now. basically literally nachos. physically having pain right now trying to pick. Yeah. You know what? We'll come back to you. We'll come back to you because we are here to talk about HubSpot apps, mostly because when someone says apps, I think nachos, potato skins. I don't think happily HubSpot. I do not think about those things. And George, when you and I were talking about this topic earlier this week, let's be honest. How many organizations do we know that are using HubSpot? Maybe they've been using HubSpot for years. How many of the apps do they have connected? Zero, maybe one or two Zapier's apps. End of list. So thank you, Max, so much for going to a different company, which makes us and our ability to talk about this topic a little bit easier. That was a really nice play for you, by the way, to help us, you know, really educate on this yeah, topic. That's really the only reason I did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to make the so, podcast better. The question I have for everybody today is, what's the deal with HubSpot apps? Like, that's what I want to know. What are most people getting wrong about it? What do they need to get right about it? This is not your last hurrah shilling for HubSpot. It is your first hurrah shilling for big... Big app. Right? Big You're app. shilling for yep. big... Listen, I, I will forever... I will forever shill for HubSpot, no matter how not employed I am by them. Uh, <laughs> it's in my blood. Pick up your big app blazer, buddy. It's time to show. Yeah, gonna show. Um, I think the, the 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 conversation here is not necessarily just like what what is a HubSpot app. It's sort of like if you are a company using HubSpot and you're trying to think of the different ways that you can extend it and make it do more, a lot of the times you, you just think about integrations. You're, you're looking at it through the lens of like, I have data in this other place 
And I want to bring the data into HubSpot or vice versa, right? And just send information like back and forth. And I think a lot of the time when people like say like, oh, like what's available? You, you go to the app store and that's a lot of the times what you see, you, you just see integrations with other tools. And like some of them add functionality to HubSpot. That's great. But usually, and, and maybe like this is a good idea for us to like define like what we mean by like an app versus like an integration. Usually what you're seeing is some sort of connector between HubSpot and another system, and it shares data back and forth. Take Salesforce, for example, right? There's an integration with Salesforce, and it makes your opportunities in Salesforce show up as deals in HubSpot, and your contacts in HubSpot sync with contacts and leads in Salesforce. All it's doing is just sharing information back and forth, right? I, I, I'm not giving it as much credit. There's there's a lot more that that integration does. But, yeah, the people who you know, built that integration is probably like, Screw don't don't you, come kill Matt. me, don't come kill me, don't don't send anyone to my they house. Ain't so happily um, right now. <laughs> listen. That integration is great on its own. When I'm talking about apps, I'm thinking of something that is built on HubSpot with the sole purpose of adding functionality to HubSpot. And there's no, you can't like buy the app and use it on its own without HubSpot. Like it is made to, to make HubSpot better, right? And the reason I think everybody should be excited about, and, and this is nothing new, like companies have been doing this for a while. Like Happily used to be a company called App Chemist, and they were doing this a long time ago. And you've seen other HubSpot partner agencies, for example, build these little apps that they have on, on the HubSpot app marketplace. And it's cool because it like fills these gaps for things that HubSpot just doesn't do yet or doesn't do or isn't planning to do or hasn't built yet. And what's super cool about that is that there's this giant ecosystem out there of developers that have sort of free reign to make HubSpot better in all these different ways. So one, that makes your experience with HubSpot even better. Two, it gives you options for how you wanna do certain things in HubSpot that maybe HubSpot does, but maybe there's an app out there that does it like a little bit better or in a different way. Hub Heroes listeners, this episode is brought to you by Simple Events, a true game changer that integrates with your HubSpot CRM. Ready to revolutionize your event management process? Well, imagine this. You're tasked with planning an event. It could be an intimate workshop or a large-scale corporate event. The thought alone can be daunting. That's where Simple Events transforms your event planning into a smooth, stress-free process. No matter the size of your business or the type of event, in-person or virtual, Simple Events is your ideal partner. Simple Events is a comprehensive solution that simplifies every aspect of event management, from creating detailed attendee lists to setting up efficient workflows. Say goodbye to the hassle of juggling multiple platforms. With Simple Events, everything you need is in one convenient place. That's right. Simple Events is about empowering your events and enhancing every detail using the robust capabilities of the CRM you love, HubSpot. Unlike other tools, you can control the full event experience in your HubSpot portal. Are you ready to revolutionize how you manage events? Then visit SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. That's SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. As a bonus, make sure to use the special Hub Heroes promo code HELPFUL, all capitals, HELPFUL, for an exclusive discount on the Simple Events Pro Plan and step into the world of Simple Events, turning your next event from successful to spectacular. 
way. It's the same exact reason that like some people might be great with the phone app or sorry, the calculator app on your phone instead of using a different calculator you might download from the app store. So it's cool. It kind of gives you more choice in the way that you do things with HubSpot for even the stuff that it already does. But on top of that, it drives really good competition and innovation because other app vendors might go out and create apps that do something a little bit better than the other one, but it might even inspire HubSpot to like improve different parts of its tools as well. So it's really, really cool. And like, if you look at any like big platforms out there, like Salesforce, for example, there are companies that have been built for the sole purpose of building apps on Salesforce. And that's the whole reason that they exist because they add more functionality into that tool. And what's great as you see HubSpot start to go up market and expand and do a whole lot more ever since like custom objects became a thing and we opened up more of our API and like all that kind of stuff. You're going to start to see the same thing happen to HubSpot where there's these going to be these companies like happily, right? Like arrows, like a lot of these other, you know, businesses that are solely building products on top of HubSpot. Just wait for the day where someone comes out and builds like the ERP for HubSpot that is like built on HubSpot. There's a lot of exciting things that could come from it. But like, that's when we say like apps versus integrations. Like, no, there's there's more stuff out there than just something that like connects you with another product, right? And those would be like apps built on HubSpot. And I love this conversation because it's it's not only even just companies that do apps, it's it's even agencies that can do apps. Like, right, I got the first view into this and then Liz, you can rein us in and bring us back to where we're headed for this. I got a first whiff of this when I worked with Remington and Rachel Begg at Impulse Creative when we created Hub LMS. We were yeah. one of the first movers to build a actual LMS learning management system that worked on side of HubSpot. It wasn't integration with anything else. You didn't need anything else. You literally just downloaded the I'll air quotes here for the listeners to Max at what people would call a theme. And boom, you had that learning management system ability. And they've done it over and over again. They've got multiple what I'll call apps, even though they're an agency that, that extend it. And that's what excites me about this is not necessarily if it's an agency, not if it's a company, not even if it's HubSpot themselves. It's when they fill in the gaps that are mm -hmm. missing for people. So for instance, here's one thing that I as, as I did some research for this episode, one thing that frustrated me is a while ago, I realized I could only post to like LinkedIn pages and not like personal post on LinkedIn with my HubSpot social tool. And I was like, man, that's frustrating. Something must have changed, blah, 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 whatever. So as I was doing investigation, I was looking at, because one of the things is like, what are people getting wrong with the app system? And so I started to go through like the market uh, place and, and the different like sidebar and stuff like that. And I was scrolling through and I saw LinkedIn ads and I go, well, that makes sense. And then I saw LinkedIn and Facebook. And I was like, what the frick? Like there's already like social tools that connect LinkedIn and Facebook. Why would you need an app for something that is already a tool in HubSpot? And so I installed the LinkedIn app built by HubSpot, by the way. And all of a sudden it let me connect my personal LinkedIn to my social tools. And now I can literally post to my personal LinkedIn and my LinkedIn page from the tool that I've loved to use previously. And I was like, wait, wait, if I don't know this, how many other people are getting it wrong and not looking at the free app section or the new app section on like a weekly basis to see what's showing up and what is possible for your well, business? I think that's because when you think about the HubSpot apps marketplace, you know, potato skins, mozzie sticks and nachos aside, usually what happens is that people go inside HubSpot 
and they just see HubSpot. They don't even end up on that side of the platform at all. And so exactly. I'd be curious to hear from you, but either of you, why do you think businesses, it's kind of like the joke, like Max, you know, that's like you were on the wrong side of TikTok. It's almost like you're on the wrong side of HubSpot. Like how do you end up in this ecosystem where you're not experiencing any apps? And George, you have 18 bajillion certifications and this is brand new information for you. Why do we think there is such either a lack of information, a black hole of information, if you will, around apps? It's interesting. And I was trying to kind of self-diagnose this. And, and I feel like sometimes we get this disease that is like main nav-itis, where we look yeah. at the things that are on our main navigation and we feel like those are the only places we can play. Because if I think of like a potential desert that when I show people how in HubSpot to get to HubSpot Academy and they're like, oh my God, I didn't even know that you could get there on this road. I thought I had to go out to Google and Google HubSpot Academy. Or like the fact that there, there's a little, there's a little, little tiny icon of a shop. When I look at a shop, I get scared. I have daughters and a wife. It means I'm going to spend money. So maybe Purple. this is not the right icon. Hey, hey, I'm just being real here. So first of all, the fact that it's a shop, it, I feel like I'm going to have to buy something, which if it's one place, maybe you do. But that place, you don't. There's there's free apps and, and some of them have prices. So don't get me wrong. Nobody come after me or anything. But my point is, it's not very easy to get to. It's not something that we've trained people that they should go check out on a weekly or monthly basis. It's not something that when we have normal conversations about filling the gap, that we actually talk a lot about apps because we're usually talking about filling the gap in their business with HubSpot itself. Yeah. You know, I've got a point and then a question. Number I've got one, an answer to, to that. If oh wait, go ahead. No, go ahead. And I'll, I'll, yeah. I was gonna say I have I have my answer to to what you had just asked. Is that I think people are used to using apps and they're not used to using platforms that apps get built on. And HubSpot, I think, started as an app, but it's definitely in that later latter category where like it's 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 a platform people build stuff on. But end users, I don't think are necessarily like going to be in that mode. End users are in the mode of I need to go out and get a different app and tool to do stuff because they all do different things versus this thing that I'm looking at can be modified in so many different ways and had so much functionality added to it. I don't think people are used to just saying, oh, I need new functionality. That means I need different program because that's kind of what we've been taught. We've been taught, oh, you want your phone to do this? You go download an app from the app store. You want your phone to do this? You want to go download an app from app store. Not, oh, this app doesn't do what I want it to so I could modify this app in some way. It's I need a different app to go do it. I have right? an idea. And I think that's kind of what people think about I have an HubSpot. idea. I have an idea. The powers of HubSpot. I hope you're listening. Somebody share this with Brian, Yamini, Darmesh, whoever's in the top of the food chain. The next commercial. Because, by the way, did you just see the Wild Wild West one? It was super dope. The pirate one's dope. Oh. The next HubSpot commercial needs to be there's an app for that commercial. A spoof Ooh. off of what the iPhone commercials used to be. And it's HubSpot. There's an app for that. Like, that would that's be an, a dope idea. Yeah, I love that. Noah, there was a bit of crosstalk between Max and myself. Just cut that out and just have it start with, I have an answer to that question from Max. I was trying to write it out as a note and it wasn't working out. Okay. <laughs> Look, this is, uh, this is called efficiency, people. Or just leave, leave this it all, all in, Noah. <laughs> I was trying to make you look good, Max. All right, I have a point and a question. Number one, because I'm a petty Betty. George, 
here's my beef with your comment about wives and women and daughters and oh, shopping. Oh, God. Do you Here know we go. what women do? We spread our shopping out. Do you know what men do? They don't spread their shopping out. They'll just be like, oh, I only bought one thing once. And that thing will be anywhere between $600 and $2,000. We just spread it out. We're more true. economically. Sp- it's true. It's I true. mean, my, true. my wife Why do you shop so much? And then you come home with like, what? This $3,000 thing? It's an investment. <laughs> but we get in trouble for going to Target. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I fully know that when Noah listens to this, he's going to go play that to my wife and daughters. And they're just going <laughs> to point at my office and be like, shut up. That's You're- I know that's happening. We're, we're getting I'm here for you, Kelly and Kaylee. I'm here for you, and I see you. And also, George, this is an episode about HubSpot apps. Try to stay on topic. I'm and trying. with that in mind, Ooh. with that Jeez. in mind, you actually bring up a couple of good points here. So number one, somebody finds the tiny little shopping bag. They have Vietnam-level flashbacks about their wives, their daughters, their girlfriends going shopping, and then they bring it back in. Or you're a woman going, man, when will he stop buying $3,000 things? But you get there, and you're ready to start taking a look at the app marketplace. You're ready to start thinking about how do I integrate this in to what it is that I'm doing when I have no idea what any of this is. How do you even begin to navigate? How Do you ask yourself certain questions? Do you just start clicking things? Like, Ooh. what do we do here? Ooh, pick me. Pick me, pick me, because this is a conversation I love having with people. And I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've said this little metaphor on the podcast before. Maybe I have, but whenever you're thinking, oh, I need HubSpot to do something else, or I need to integrate it with something. There's a, I call it the three layer dip method. Step one, you go on the app marketplace and you, and you try to find like a native app already built there. You go and try to see, is there an integration? Is there an app that does it? Like, like whatever. And the thing you always gotta be careful with is like, just cause there's an integration, doesn't mean it works the way you need it to. So always kind of put that in the back of your head. But step one, just see if it already exists. If it doesn't, start thinking about like iPaaS systems. So information paths through as a service. So instead of a marketplace app, try to see if you can build what the functionality you're trying to get out of something like a Zapier, a Workato, a Syncery, like some sort of application that helps you connect different apps to HubSpot, but do it in like a no or low code way that you can kind of build the functionality or the syncing rules or whatever that you want without having to dev it out. If that doesn't work, what you gotta remember is that HubSpot's APIs exist. There's an endpoint for pretty much almost every single feature inside of HubSpot, and no matter what type of information you wanna push and pull back in, nine times out of 10, you're gonna find a way to do it through the API. The downside of that method is that you have to pay developers to do it, but the upside of the method is that you can kind of build anything you want on HubSpot. Something that a lot of people don't know about are what are called serum extensions, specifically custom cards. Custom cards allow developers to build in custom software experiences inside of HubSpot. So if you have like an internal app at your company, you can literally like build this little card that shows up on records that like launches an interface inside of HubSpot. And like that could be an internal system you already use, or it could be like a totally custom app you've built for your business that you want people to be able to interact with off of like a deal record or a company record or a contact record. So there's all these varying levels of easy, one-click kind of install and everything in between to like, if you have the team and the resources to build it on your own, you can build almost anything on HubSpot using custom cards and the APIs, right? It really kind of depends on like your creativity, what you're trying to do with it, things like that. But just always remember there's that three-layer dip kind of method, whatever you're trying to accomplish something. And sometimes it's an integration 
sometimes it's building in custom functionality. It really kind of just depends on what your use case is. All right, so I love that you mentioned three layers because I'm going to go three layers too, but in a different direction because here's the thing. I want to go back to this whole shopping analogy. First of all, I don't go shopping. I go buying. Okay, that's what I do. I go buying. And so if I go to the store, I know where I'm headed. It's down the aisle, two rows, turn right, grab the mayonnaise, and we're out of here. Okay, so when I think about three layers in the marketplace, Max, there's three places. That I, I am think being every mansplained about oh, shopping. Geez, I want everybody go. to be clear about what is happening right now. I got mansplained about time earlier, and now I'm getting mansplained about No, I about didn't. Shopping. Well, that was before we hit record, but anyway. Well, now it's on the record. I wasn't going <laughs> to say anything because it's Max's big day, but I am feeling attached. But George, it sounds like you're bringing up a really good conversation about that. I'm trying to talk about the main aisles that people should be paying attention to in the store. First of all, <laughs> if you haven't been to the app marketplace, you need to go to the free apps. It's on the left-hand side. You'll see literally free apps, and you just need to scroll through there and look at things that you might not realize, like for instance, the LinkedIn one or Facebook Messenger one or the Google Meets at Google Contacts one or the Canva one or there's just a bunch of free ones that you can start to look at and see what additional functionality will it add. The next aisle that I definitely want people to look at. And again, I'm going to start doing this weekly, at, at least probably monthly, but I'd like to do it weekly and just look at new apps. Like yeah. who are the new players in the game that, you know, and going through those results and seeing like, right now you know there's north text sms there's send buzz there's company cam there's voice spin there's boomy all sorts of new apps and then last but not least what are the tried and trues go down the third aisle and look at popular apps the ones that all the historical hubspot users have deemed that these are the popular apps that everybody wants to use those are three aisles listen i'm saving you time you don't have to shop the whole store just go down the three main aisles you'll be good to Go. And Kelly and Kaylee, uh, I just oh, here know we go. that I'm on your side and you can go down any aisle that you want. Now, you know what I do love about this layering method? We now have a six layer app dip that we've developed. <laughs> Is that another app like that we can eat like at happy hour? Yes. I don't know. Apparently we're all very hungry and we did not know this or this is what happens when Dev Devin leaves us unattended. Yep. Is he yeah. the it's, true host? Is it's Devin's fault. It really, we're going to blame Devin because he's not here. I think we need to be fair to Devin. This is a very emotional time for him. This is his first time with Max is not a fellow HubSpotter. So Devin, mm. we are with you. And I also know you would never shame me about shopping. I love you, my wait, kisses. Wait, hold on. I'm just looking through the new apps right now and there's one called it says chat gpt for your meetings and it's called w woodpecker <laughs> it's called w-u-d pecker woodpecker guys do you think we're doing a good job of making the case for chat HubSpot to have us do a live show are we doing great let oh, us man. know let us I know what shopping opinions at gb and george gpt <laughs> Yeah, at chat GBT. Oh my gosh. All right, all right, all right, hold on. This is maybe, one of maybe that's not wood. Maybe it's wood. Maybe it's wood. Wood, wood pecker. <laughs> like Elmer Fudd? Did you log your notes to Woodpecker? <laughs> oh, 
Subscribe. We love you. Whoever you are, we Yo, love shout you. Out Sorry. To well, yeah. We shout out to Woodpecker. Yeah. I just didn't know how to say the name. Sounds pretty cool. I'm sorry. I was just waiting for somebody to say something interesting. <laughs> oh. We're waiting for you. That's why we're waiting no, for you. No, be careful. Be careful. You're treading on what? the nice, Max. Maximilian. No, I'm saying, you're saying the interesting stuff. Maximilian. What? How many apps in the HubSpot app marketplace end in Lee? In Lee? Oh. Man. <laughs> How many anyway. SaaS companies end in LY? Oh, my God. Oh, wait. I work for one. You do. Did you just get that? Did you just get I just realized it. Yeah. Oh, I was owning you. It was you happening. Know... Yeah. Yep. All right, all right, all right. So what I'm hearing is that from the, from the, you, Jesus. What I'm hearing is from, you know, I, we just want to thank our sponsors, whatever it is that George is drinking, that caffeinated fizzy beverage. Max is Lid Brigade. We also appreciate your support. And Shopping Anonymous, you know, I've learned today that I have a problem. <laughs> now, um, when I think about HubSpot apps, what I've been hearing this whole time, because I came into this conversation also wanting to learn about this, right? Because I think, like you said, we all have main navitis. We get stuck in the main nav. And to be clear, HubSpot is amazing. It's why we're here, talking the talk, mm -hmm. walking the walk. But it sounds like it really comes down to a bit of exploration here. You're not gonna mm -hmm. know what apps are right for you until you go click on that shopping bag and start taking a look at what's around and start experimenting and thinking about what your goals are. So if you were to leave someone with one piece of advice, either a thing they need to do or a thing they should avoid doing as they're going through this seven layer app dip exploration, what is it and why? Get your free trial on. I mean, a lot of these different apps on there, they've got free trials. You can usually try them for free, play around with it, but also just like ask the right questions. Like a lot of them do cost money. And, and also don't like, here's the thing. Don't, oh man, cause I'm kind of gonna, I'm not, I'm not trying to like call anybody out that I used to work with, but I think this is actually just a, this is a thing common across SaaS companies in general. So I'll say that when you're talking to salespeople and people say, oh yeah, we have an integration with that. It doesn't mean that integration is going to do exactly what you want it to do. So if you are ever exploring buying a piece of software, whether it's HubSpot or anything else, and you know, you've got to have it talk to some other system or whatever, just because they say there's an integration doesn't mean the integration works the way you want it to. So ensure that you talk to the right people that like own the integration or sell the integration or make the integration or like whatever it is, clearly explain your use case. If you can free trial it, free trial it, right? But just don't, don't take, yes, we have an app that does that. Or yes, we have an integration with XYZ at face value, like vet it out. Vet it yeah. Out. Because, because I've run into some integrations that communicate like a kindergartner when I need a master's degree. Look at you with that metaphor. Nicely. That was a great hey, metaphor. Good that's what I'm here for. I'm Max, here for I'm really loving how I said, tell me one thing. And I got three, but they were three very good things. So I'm going to shame you, but I'm going to thank you, George. Wasn't turn. it all one thing? Just really long. No, you can't go one, two, three and say it's all one thing. Mm. Well, I, let it, me you, hey, listen to you. Listen, you can't have an apple pie and cut it into three pieces. It's still one apple yeah, pie. Yeah, based. I'm just saying. Right, those were three different points. Those were three actively different pies. Yeah, it was I'll the apple. It was area. the apple sauce stuff, and it was the crust. George, what's your one thing? <laughs> okay, hey, Max, I'm trying. I'm trying to be here for you, brother. Here's the thing. My one thing actually has zero to do with the app marketplace. My one thing is, and it, it's, it, listen, at the end of the day, the one thing I would want you to take from this conversation is 
what are the gaps that are in the way of your success or streamlining your teams or being able to you know be more cohesive conversationally with the people that you're serving like what what are the problems and gaps or hurdles that you're facing once you diagnose those then dive into the app marketplace and start to do research on what two three four apps solve those problems fill those gaps allow you to move faster grow better love it are you guys ready for this week's haiku yeah oh george i know you're excited yeah 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 i'm excited george and max man's shopping tips to liz but wait she owns the mall guys i'm out happy hub heroes recording day everybody join us next week when it'll hopefully be less chaotic yeah, Devin will be back. It'll be less chaotic. Devin, please come it's back. It's never less chaotic. We always Leave a get review. more and more chaotic. We try, people. We're doing Leave our best. Leave a review. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, Hub Heroes, we've reached the end of another episode. Will Lord Lack continue to loom over the community, or will we be able to defeat him in the next episode of the Hub Heroes podcast? Make sure you tune in and find out in the next episode. Make sure you head over to thehubheroes.com to get the latest episodes and become part of the League of Heroes. FYI, if you're part of the League of Heroes, you'll get the show notes right in your inbox, and they come with some hidden power-up potential as well. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend, leave a review if you like what you're listening to, and use the hashtag, hashtag HubHeroesPodcast, on any of the socials and let us know what strategy conversation you'd like to listen into next. Until next time, when we meet and combine our forces, remember to be a happy, helpful, humble human, and of course, always be looking for a way to be someone's hero.